it's time for a session of peering down the stethoscope to see science and fact sorted from suspicion and myth. Ain't it the truth? Real situations and ideas solved by paediatric emergency nurse and author Sarah Hunstead. Welcome to the show. Imagine this, the quintessential Aussie family Barbie. The kids are running around, Grandpa John's at the barbecue charcoaling the sausages and the satays. Aunt Mabel brings out the prawns and coleslaw, but it's a 30-degree day and not everything gets eaten. Can you put the uneaten prawns back in the fridge for dinner? Most of us would think twice about that, but what about the coleslaw? Affecting 4.1 million Australians every year, food poisoning is an illness that can be avoided. How long can you leave out the coleslaw? Listen on. What is food poisoning? It's caused by a range of bugs, viruses and bacteria. And what's interesting is that 80% of foodborne illnesses you won't even know what bug has hit you. And also, Christmas is the most common time of year to get food poisoning. When it comes to food poisoning, it might not be that last thing that you ate. If you've started vomiting, it's probably something that you consumed in the last eight hours. But when it comes to diarrhoea, you could have eaten that contaminated food four hours ago or even up to three days ago. What are the symptoms of food poisoning? You or your child could have some abdominal pain, a fever, vomiting, diarrhoea, nausea, or even flu-like symptoms. Basically, you just feel like death warmed up. The good news is, though, that mostly food poisoning is self-limiting. A lot of the time, you don't need to see a doctor. But remember, kids under five are at more risk of dehydration. So trust your gut, literally. If you're worried about your child, go and seek medical help. Why does food poisoning happen? Bugs love the danger zone. And according to the Government Food Authority, when food is kept above 5 degrees or under 60 degrees, this is where bugs come out and party. And when they party, they multiply. How else can it happen? If you haven't washed your hands properly or if you're sick while you're preparing food, especially if you undercook the meat too. There are also foods that are riskier than others. Some of them are really obvious, like your meat, chicken, those sorts of things. But what about the others? Raw or lightly cooked eggs? So those lovely dip-dip eggs that all kids like to eat? Small goods, like ham or salami? Seafood's one of the more obvious ones. But also cooked rice and pasta that hasn't been promptly put in the fridge is one of those danger foods. Also keep in mind, when you're preparing that coleslaw or potato salad, they need to go straight back into the fridge. And surprisingly enough, fruit salad is a big culprit as well. How long can you keep those leftovers in the fridge for? Two to three days is the general answer, but it does come down to what type of food it is. Thinking about that coleslaw, remember the golden rule. Don't eat food that's meant to be in the fridge if it's been left out for two hours or more. What else can you do to prevent food poisoning? The Government Food Authority states, you need to defrost and marinate foods in the fridge, especially if it's meat. When you're cooking foods, cook it to at least 60 degrees, hotter for specific foods like chicken. And when you're reheating them, 
make sure it's until they're steaming hot. That's something we can forget when it's baby food. We don't want to give them steaming hot chicken and pumpkin. We need to heat it up and then let it cool before giving it to them. Another interesting fact is that most food poisoning bacteria don't cause the food to look, smell or taste bad. I don't know about you, but I'm often pulling stuff out of the fridge and giving it a good sniff before I eat it. Food that seems normal in appearance, taste and odour can have enough harmful bugs to make somebody sick, especially a child. So if in doubt, throw it out. And always remember, between 5 and 60 degrees is the danger zone. Do you have a question you want answered? No myth is too silly or question too ridiculous. Email us, podcast at babyology.com.au. Ain't that the truth? Research and host, Sarah Hunstead. Production, Chloe McKenzie. Executive producer, Tim Ritchie. Ain't That the Truth is a babyology podcast.